Danny and John hold hands. Plus, Gendry is the fastest. This is Spoilers. This is Spoilers. Hey, guys. Who made that assumption that Gendry was the fastest? Like... <laughs> Like how is it like is it, it is it known like it is known no, no, no. that Gendry there, there is the bread, fastest? There were breadcrumbs throughout the entire series so far about how fast and fleet of foot Gendry is. Didn't you catch that? Fly. No, you weren't there. You weren't there for the combine. You weren't there for the combine. Dude, I heard he had a mad shuttle, mad vertical. <laughs> Dude, did it drop a pass? He's a top recruit. He's a top recruit. He's a blue chip. Dude, blue chipper Gendry, sign him up. Five star, his forty times impeccable. <laughs> What's the vertical? What's his vertical? Got that thirty-nine vert. All right, chiming in here is a uh, host for this Game of Thrones series, uh, Josh, recording out of Goshen, Indiana. Stevie, where are you recording from? And who did you watch this episode with? Watched it with my wife, and she was pissed. I mean, spoiler alert: dragon dies, but. She was pretty distraught about a dragon dying. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Thank you. I think you're recording out of Mishawaka. Pappy, uh, is Chubb secure, and where are you recording from? Yeah, the uh, bogey is secure. She is purring. (laughs) Bogey. (laughs) Roger that. Uh, I'm recording from Denver, Colorado. And what, what was the other question? Who did I watch it with? Or no, did you not ask me that because you knew it was just Chubb, <laughs> fucking cat? <laughs> Come on, man! I'm not that conniving, Mikey. <laughs> Where are you recording from? It's a good Chuck Freebie transition, though. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Mikey, Stevie, you know who Chuck Freebie is, right? Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Move on. Come on. Right. Okay. Why do you love Chuck Mikey. Freebie? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Jeez, Pat Father, settle down. Mikey, recording now the Elkhart. Have you had any good drinks lately? Why do you ask me this every week? <laughs> I hardly ever drink. All right, moving on. Speaking of Nazis, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? I wasn't insinuating you drink a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, it sounds like a reference from the future. <laughs> <laughs> You're an alcoholic, Mikey. <laughs> Man, initial questions went horribly. So yeah, it's let's a continue. Bad job. We'll continue to the episode. Man, this is like episode six, so I'm really running thin on entry points. But <laughs> the last episode ended with the Magnificent Seven going beyond the wall. And it starts with them actually being beyond the wall. And they seem to be having, like... It's basically just a time for quips and gaffes and laughs. Did you guys think there's anything else of substance in this, like, first scene? The getting-to-know-you scenes of, oh, you're like this, well, I'm actually like this. Oh, we're friends now. Then cut to another person. We're all breathing. Are you, yeah, are you really, really cynical on that? I actually liked it. I thought it was satisfactory. Like, char- it's it classic, no, like, can... character bonding shit. Like, I thought it was, like, the no. decent you could balance tell, of you humor. Could tell, like, you could tell, like, just from the way that they were talking that they were, like, clearly 
I mean, everybody knows that they're off the books now, but it was like clearly they have no reference point of what they're even talking about. It what do you mean, very Mikey? Very out of place. It just it, like what they were saying just seemed like so dumbed down compared to how they talk throughout the other five seasons. I kind of agree with you. That's really funny. I was hoping you'd have a specific example. Can you think of anything? Mm. Nah, I can't really think of anything specific they said. Okay, I'll give you two examples I liked. I like the Tormund talking about Winterfell is south. I thought that was genuinely funny. (laughs) You had had another one? All right, nobody else did. And I, I, that was funny. Like, it was just like, oh, that, that's South. Like, yeah, it was a funny relativity joke. And then the second one was, I like the fact that Jon Snow tried to give the sword back. Like, that's something people have been bitching about online yeah. for quite a bit of time now. And then, like, they had it under control the whole time. I thought that was actually a pretty good scene between the two of them. I, you could kind of predict what was going to happen, but it's still kind of needed. What did Jorah do to disown his house? Yeah, I was going to ask. I was going to ask that. He sold slaves. That's why. Mm. Don't call me Danny. Kicked him out. Is that why? I thought it's because he tried to have her murdered. That, that may have been part of it too. Okay, all right, just. <laughs> and then yeah, I think this came a little later, but the Hound had a pretty funny quip. To Don Darian, like after Thoros had died, and he said something like, "Your priest is gone. Now this is your last life," and that really made me just think of playing Mario Brothers. I'm I'm just surprised you guys didn't like that because like of an episode full of things I really didn't like. I thought that the super characters teaming up was like the most character bonding, part. so they'll fight hard for one another. Well, no, I mean just like the fact that like you're getting the characters that have been established <clears throat> and what they decided to do is only show us characters who have been established, which is like brings me into a huge problem that I had. It's like they started killing off these like random people or like everyone on the internet has been calling them like red shirts a la star. Yeah. A la mm-hmm. star Wars ever heard of it, but star Trek. Oh, same thing. But <laughs> whoa, you're not a friend of, a lot of our... I don't know. Did, did anyone else have a problem with the fact that like they're just killing off randos the whole time? Like nothing... just to, like just to like, kill kill somebody just to kill them so they can say that like people were dying. And I was kind of give you like a little bit of tension. I didn't know who was dying half the time. I was like, who's that? Yeah, everybody's wearing like a bear suit, so you can't tell the <laughs> difference. Speaking of a bear suit, though, that there's like the first thing they encounter north of the wall. Is a gigantic polar bear, white. So it's got like the blue eyes, and it's like just going nuts trying to kill them all. Did you think that was a pretty cool scene? It may be reminiscent of Lord of the Rings when they first encounter like that troll or something. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought it looked uh, really cool, actually. Who was the dude um, that was running? Just one of the red shirts, I believe. Just a random they sent ahead. Yeah, ridiculous. But it, yeah, d- it did look got, pretty cool. He got blasted and he got blasted and killed. I just thought the scene was much stronger in the Revenant when Leonardo DiCaprio literally gets <laughs> raped by a bear. That's why he won the Oscar. It's just so much more powerful when you see that full bear penetration. Pappy, <laughs> okay. this has got to be the last time you bring up fucking rape on the pod, bro. <laughs> Can't promise that. 
I uh, I liked how uh, that guy was getting mauled to death and uh, actually died just, in the episode. Was was just kind of watching. The hound was just kind of watching, and then everybody's running past him to beat this this bear to death. And then I don't know who it was, but he just whips out the smallest dagger and stabs the bear like <laughs> in the neck and kills him like instantly in one shot. Sorry for interrupting there, Mikey. I think that might have been Jorah stabbing down on him with that little dagger. I'm not sure, but I thought what you were gonna say, and this is something I appreciated, is that a character, a main character, I guess, Thoros. Even though Pappy said a couple weeks ago that he'd never heard his name before, <laughs> I didn't say that. He, I said everyone who I don't know their name is gonna die, and I was correct. Oh, uh, you just happened to say that like right after I said Thoros. So my mistake. But anyway, he got mauled by a bear and realistically like freaking died like a day or two later. I guess because it's kind of unclear how long they're on this like frozen lake island, isn't it? Like long enough for Danny, or long enough for a raven to get south to Danny and her to fly up on her dragons. Any ideas, this is, you guys? This is that thing again where I thought it was five minutes. No object. So <laughs> we we it really doesn't matter how long it is because we've been saying this the whole season. So Time is not a factor. There was Suspend- there was a they did the math post on Reddit where apparently the amount of time it takes like an average bird to fly there and back, and then assuming that Danny can fly back at like the speed of a plane would be about five days, which should line up from how long the lake would take to freeze. So apparently that part checks out, but I had more of a problem with like the Gendry running part than like, okay, five minutes. Yeah. (laughs) But the whole, the whole, the way that the episodes edited is like confusing because it doesn't seem like it's been five days. Like it seems like this is all like one day. Like even though the was one one long day. there's one throwaway line where Jorah's like, we're going to freeze to death out here. And that's supposed to make you realize, oh, it's been multiple days? But in, or in it could just episode be really cold. In an episode that's 80 minutes long, like, why can't you show the sun, like, setting or something? You know, like, something to, like, indicate the passing Well, they of were, time. like, sleeping. They were sleeping and then they woke up, so I guess that could be, like, one day. Can we come back to the scene in a second? I want to get the uh, Arya Sansa bullshit out of the way, and then we could go back. Uh, so yeah, Littlefinger's tricking everybody, and Sansa and Arya are at each other's throats, and the stakes are high. Ugh. I had an idea of what could be a pretty cool payoff. Uh... Do tell. What if Littlefinger is already dead? I don't... Okay, I thought the same thing today. What if Arya is trying to see how far Sansa would go? I think that may be true, but two episodes, or just the last episode, the scene where they're like, she's spying on him, then he's spying back, and it's just a two... A scene between the two of them, right? How do you how do you reconcile that with that theory? Because I was thinking that same thing earlier today. She killed him in between. She these killed episodes. him in between these episodes, and like the big reveal at the end of this season would be that Arya was Littlefinger for part of it. I would kind of like that if Sansa, because if you notice, ex- 
if uh, Sansa is given a very explicit choice, like from Littlefinger, like I can do it for you, and she says like no and passes Arya's test, yeah, she'll like take she'll take off the Scooby Doo mask and hello, you Scooby Doo mask, <laughs> yeah, but um, I've noticed it like, well, maybe it's just the way the episodes are setting up, but like. Littlefinger hasn't been, like, seen outside, like, with Sansa a lot. And also, ever since, like, the note dropped, like, Littlefinger and Arya have shared zero time together. So that's the only reason I could think of that maybe Arya has become Littlefinger. That would actually be probably the coolest thing they can do, I think. Because that would make sense why Arya is being such a dick here and like pushing so hard Mm -hmm. not because she actually hates Sansa but because it's like part of this test to see where her loyalties lie and also the only thing that kind of got me thinking that was like um, Littlefinger brought up how Bren or Brienne of Tarth was like sworn an oath to protect both of them and that she should be sent away so that's the only thing like maybe it was Arya sending her away and not Littlefinger but just, just my crazy theory on it I think I think it's a good idea. The only reason I think you're wrong is that that's good screenwriting, and that's not what we've seen so far <laughs> from this show and this season. I I just think it's like going to be way more likely that there's because you have this scene with Arya and Sansa where they're going back and forth, and like something's brought up about like you were on the platform when father died and like there was instantly a Reddit post where like Sansa screaming, but Arya doesn't remember it that way. And then Sansa says something to the effect of like, but you didn't run to try and stop it either. And then like there, there is kind of a moment where like, there's like a little bit of taken aback by Arya. So I feel like they like, they have to like work through their sister issues or something. <laughs> like I hope things come to a head in the season finale, but I mean, Stevie, like, if that scenario isn't true, like, what, what do you think one of them's going to kill each other? Like, what do you think is going to happen? I don't think they'll kill each other, but I think they will be, like, forever, like, apart from one another. I think Arya will leave Winterfell and, like, try to find Jon, if anything. What do you think the overall stakes are for this sister squabble? I mean, how many troops are really at Winterfell? How much can this really help the realm? What is the North now, really? I mean, that's one thing that is kind of tricking me up is just like... You don't see a lot okay, of soldiers so, there. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not just the low soldier count. It's that, like, obviously the whole story arc as a whole is Lannister's King's Landing, Danny and John knowing about the threat of the White Walkers, and then the White Walkers. Like, where does the North and Winterfell play into that? Pappy, you have any ideas? I mean, just other than the fact that it's a buffer zone between that and the rest of the land. I mean, especially, I think you guys have a good point. Like, coming off of, like, back-to-back wars, too, like, we've essentially just given up that, like, whole houses, like, out of the picture. Like, the Baratheon clan's out of it. Dorne's out of it. Uh, High Garden's out of it. Like we're just writing off whole like regions. Like the only reason I guess the North is relevant is because like the powerful people are still around. Like I mean, even the Lannisters are calling in recruits from Essos. Yeah, I guess 
the man count is pretty far down right now. Mikey, I know you've pretty much hated everything Game of Thrones related. Were you able to keep your eyes pried open for this scene? I just don't care about the Arya Sansa (laughs) (laughs) story. Uh, I mean, whatever happens, it's still not dragons. And it's like, (laughs) what effect is it going to have really on the final outcome of this story? Do you think it's going to have? How much possible sway does Sansa have in the final say of this show? I did. I mean, I did kind of like it, like when they were doing like the game of lies type stuff. Like, but for some reason, the Starks just don't have conversations with each other and like reveal everything they know. And that's like just biding time with the characters. Like when all like if the three kids just sat down and like <laughs> laid their cards on the table, like the show would basically be over. Brand could tell them that Littlefinger's full of shit. Arya could kill Littlefinger, and then they could really move on and like mobilize some troops, like do some stuff. Yeah, I don't know why they're not talking to each other. Is Bran still at Winterfell? Murdered. Yeah, where the hell is Bran? MIA. Hold up. Unless he sent Benjen. Spoiler alert. He's dropping acid <laughs> out by that tree with a face. Yeah, so we'll go back to the tundra. I think we tackled that scene i mean even if that theory that would be really cool that Littlefinger's already got his face cut off is true i, th- I still think this scene was like really frustrating to watch as you're like expecting Arya to like stab sansa the whole time um but yeah benjen comes in a little bl- later he basically says hey i'm benjen and i'm ma- making you escape john so weak <laughs> one of the top and posts on reddit was like hey there's room for two on this horse no there's no time but there's room for two uh, no there's no time Forget <laughs> it. it's just like the end of titanic so is benjen like half dead is he in limbo what's his deal i don't know because george R- martin hasn't written that part yet and the showrunners can't figure it out so oh okay. so they killed him okay. they killed him off before they had to explain it gotcha <laughs> It was over their head. But you just glossed over the whole uh, Ice King javelin Olympic throw. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. Yeah. uh, So backing up a little bit, I mean, we got our heroes on this, like, quote, island in the middle of a frozen lake. And I thought the scene where the Hound kind of alerts the army to the fact that they can, like, go ahead and attack now is actually kind of funny. Stevie, do you want to spell out how that happened? The hound uh, is bored out of his mind and freezing, and he hates looking. Call, what's that? Calling everyone a cunt. Calling it's everyone been a cunt. Like five days. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> I, I thought it was one day. Apparently, it'd been like five. And nobody's um, pooped. Nobody's days. pooped. Nobody's peed. Nobody's felt the warm touch of a woman. But uh, <laughs> hey, they, they improvise in the north. They make yeah, deal. they they have to. And no, uh, no, they cut a hole in the ice, and that's where they decremented. But ugh, and uh, Christ, Josh, <laughs> he chucks not where a, they he, jacked off. It's just where they pooped. He chucked a Jeez. rock at one of the walkers, knocked off its face. Then he wants to do it again, and this time he ends up short. And the rock, way short, uh, way short just ends up kind of. 
I guess just sliding across the ice and it was like an Usher first pitch at a baseball. Yeah. And uh, the walkers are like, oh, we can walk. So little by little, they start walking towards the island. And this is actually what I wanted you to touch on. Because how come the hound, the basically biggest character in this series, can't throw a rock from that island yeah. to, the, to the White Walkers? But he threw a pretty big rock. The Night King can throw a javelin like Football 200 fields. miles an hour. <laughs> Dude, no crow well, hops, no wind-ups, just forearm strength. <laughs> Dude, it was like in Rookie of the Year. When like <laughs> his arm. His <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess Aaron Rodgers even tweeted something about the Hail Mary that hit home. But, Pappy, what were your thoughts on... I mean, to me the dragon like being hit and coming down was really cool and actually touching for some weird reason. But what, what did you make of this whole thing? So like on, on the action scene, I thought that the parts where the dragon or, uh, the Saron, what is he? The, the night King? No, no, no. The dra- what's the name of the dragon who died? It's the one named after her brother. Like the Saron. Why would Viserys? you name it? Yeah, of Viserys? course that's yeah. the yeah, one yeah, that's yeah. going to turn evil. Like, I should have seen that coming, I guess. But I thought the parts where he was dying were pretty effective with like the blood. Like I felt pretty sad. Like it kind of reminded me of when Hedwig's killed in Star Wars. Like when you start talking about taking out people's pets. Harry Potter emotional. Yeah, Harry Potter. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. Yeah, when when R2D2 gets blown up in Harry Potter. In Lord of the Rings. But you, I thought the action was pretty hard to follow. Like, like we talked touched on earlier. Like, who was dying? Like, people who are dying, are like people I've never seen before. I was like, was that a main character? And like, it's very choppy, super close up action. It's it's hard to tell. Like, what's the scope of the battle? And like, it has to because be because it was twenty thousand people rushing him. It doesn't make any sense otherwise. It doesn't. it doesn't. I thought they were picking up new guys that were dying. That were oh, this new guy is part of the group now, and then he would die so you there's kind of like thought that there's a oh, moment where oh, like Jon Snow is like on top of like the rock island walking backwards and like all the walkers are surrounding it and out of nowhere this random dude is like next to him and he's like oh and just falls back and dies that, there's no way that guy was on that island at all and that's the thing I think they only <laughs> showed like the extended cast of characters once in the previous episode like at no point, like during that walking, talking scene, were any do they of those have guys like these there? guys in the background or like yeah. any kind of like a mo- like give us like in an eighty minute show, like give us one moment of like them around the campfire or them talking or fucking something, so I know who's and, dying. And what two two episodes ago, only like five people got on that little boat, and then I guess there's like fourteen, fifteen people walking past the wall when they get there. I think about I the think, character development Rick and Morty does in 20 minutes and what this chose to do in 80 minutes and kills off like three people that way. It's stupid. This does hurt the show that uh, tonight we're actually recording this right after we recorded a Rick and Morty episode. Just so obvious like how much more Rick and Morty can shove in a 23 minute episode and this had a hundred this had an hour and 14 minutes, hour and 15 minutes. 
These are episodes I hate because I feel like sometimes the directors and producers are like, well, people need to die, but not the main ones. We'll just kind of give them ways out. And I also couldn't stand the savior effect of this episode where it's like, oh, John, like, they're all going to die. Dragon comes out of nowhere. And it's like, oh, John's drowning. Oh, here comes Benjen. It's just kind of annoying. It just, it just, this is going to be torment. Yeah, the hound did. It just felt like the stakes weren't there. It's like you know these. It's like when Jamie was drowning and miraculously swam eight miles to shore with armor on. It's like you know these characters aren't gonna die. Speaking of characters drowning, Josh, one theory I heard uh, was that John is demonstrating resistance to ice, similar to what Daenerys demonstrates to fire. Do you buy into that at all? Because by by all rights, if you fall into frozen water with armor on, you, you should be dead, right? Uh well he didn't have armor on I think he just had that bear skin on that wildling like, wildling attire fair enough but yeah is Game I, of Thrones just a lame Avatar the Airbender <laughs> <laughs> it's a song of ice and fire I mean I thought for a long time that's Danny not I mean so called not Danny and John but I mean. Yeah, I mean, he did, didn't he? he? He survived that and then ran a, rode a horse north of the wall, however long it takes. Like, that dude's cold. He's already died once. I don't know what kind of blood is flowing through his veins, and I don't know if it's enough to make his dick erect to get Danny pregnant, and I don't know if she can get pregnant. Jesus. It's really complicated. That's his aunt, man. It's going to happen. Get hype. It's you saw lit. How they were holding hands. You saw how they were holding hands. Yeah, so they were holding hands. Uh, Pappy, you predicted a couple weeks ago that John would bend the knee, but only to ask Danny to marry him. But in this episode, he proves your theory wrong when he bends the knee when he's not actually even able to get off his back. Well, I appreciate you pointing out that I was wrong as a transition point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm wrong, but I feel like we're closer than ever than them hooking up. And, and one theory that I think that might happen was that it may never be explicitly stated what their actual relationship is. You know what I mean? Like, if the good guys are going to be like an aunt nephew in town, like, you can't really have that. <sighs> I mean, is there going to be a scene where John is told that that's his aunt, you think, at some point in like the next eight episodes? But this series has done a couple things to make that okay. No, no, no. I, I think it's going to be like common knowledge to the watcher. But I mean, like, do you think we'll get like straight up exposition? This is how it is more than we've gotten already. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think people in this world realize that Targaryen's... Uh, partake in incest and Jamie and Cersei being twin brother and sister having sex all the time has kind of made everyone including us numb to incest so like it is okay isn't it I mean weren't, weren't you rooting for him like when they're holding hands and stuff or you were just like ooh gross I don't root for anybody in this show. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking Pappy. I'm asking I was, was going to see what Stevie had to say about that before I chimed in. Was that if it was gross? 
Do you, are you rooting for Danny and John? Of course. Hookup? Of course I'm rooting for that hookup. John is like the loneliest bastard on earth. Like the only woman he's ever fell in love with was killed by the dude that stabbed him in the heart. Like no more than like six months later. Of course I'm rooting but for the also, hookup. But also he's not a bastard because remember Gilly told Sam in that one scene in the and library. And what's an annulment? <laughs> But see, like that's the writing the in, point. Yeah, I the writing ev- in the show has gotten so piss poor. But yeah, I'm rooting for it. I think everyone's rooting for the hookup, and that's why I think like if you had a moment where they're like, "By the way, this is your 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 uh, brother's sister," that would kind of take away from that moment. And like, I think it would. I think it would be your brother's better, sister. Your your dad's sister. I think it'd be better writing if it was like read in between the lines for the fans, like. If you go out and spell that out, like there's gonna be like this awkward moment. They have to actively decide to have incest. Like, I don't know if I see that really. Pat, do you want to see the scene go down? Do you want to see like the bang scene go down? I've I've said before on the podcast, I want full penetration. See, the only way I want that <laughs> is if like R. Kelly like bumping <laughs> bump and grind comes on in the background. Didn't Pap say he wanted a Jora, Danny, John threesome? I, I need a dragon in there. I want a desperado type sex scene. Yeah. Dragon or bust. Dragon or bust. <laughs> did either? Did any of you guys watch the coming up next or the inside the episode <sighs> afterwards? God, what a snoozer! Clagain Bull. What a snoozer! <laughs> it looked, uh, first of all, there was like no talking throughout the entire uh, sneak preview. It was just a lot of armies walking around, and then uh, pretty I much what this John whole season has been. Come face to yeah. face. Something in King's Landing, apparently. Yeah, I I don't like the fact that Mikey was like saying snoozer at the same time that Pat that Stevie was saying Clegane Bowl. Where are you getting that from? From that sneak preview? It's got to go down. I don't want it to go down. It's got Pappy hates Clegane Bowl. It's, it's all I want. Service. That's everything, all I want. Everything from here on out is just so made up. Based on internet theories. <laughs> is, is that in the books or has that not been written? Or Nothing's been written now. Want? Nothing's been written now. None of, yeah, I mean, like, the fact that none of the, all of those characters who, like, went north of the wall, and I think they even said this in the Beyond the episode, like, we had a lot of internal strife over who should be included in those characters. So they're, like, they're just, like, mashing people up. Like, I think everything that we saw was a thousand percent not in the books other than the fact that the whites somehow get a dragon. I think that was the bullet point that they filled in towards. I mean, what you know, what's so funny about that. It's like, that's the strongest piece of the episode because it makes everything have a consequence for sure. Yeah. (laughs) I I think that George has like a good out, a great outline. That's the problem. He doesn't know how to like fill in the dots. They basically said in that, inside the episode that a big struggle they've had in the way that they write the seasons is by saying like what notes they should leave each episode on. So it's like George gave them like eight bullet points and they're basing whole episodes around them and then just smashing everything in the middle of it to where it makes like no sense time-wise. Clocking ball. <laughs> Okay, so before we finish out here, a couple questions. <laughs> At like, least one of my earrings is going to get cut. I know it. 
I'll just cut myself from this episode. I've said a couple of stupid things. Anyway, uh, <laughs> how long do you think the next episode will be? Eighty-two minutes. Gonna, are they gonna Are they gonna catch up on like every plot line? Like we didn't see Sam here. We didn't see Bran here. One hundred and eighty minutes. We didn't see Bran. We three didn't... hours. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> I mean, oh, that is how time works. Yep. I mean, they're gonna have to spend like ten minutes on each plot line, right? No, everyone's just gonna be in King's Landing. Everyone's just gonna be there. Yeah, the game ball. It's gonna be there. Why wouldn't they just be there? Ben <laughs> was going out for a walk in his wheelchair. Uh, Sam was picking up groceries in the market, and then yeah. John. The episode's gonna be yeah like. 80 minutes long, but the first 30 minutes is just going to be 10 minutes of establishing shots of each of the characters arriving at King's Landing. <laughs> Nothing else Looking is Looking around, explained. taking yeah. it all in. It's I mean, so just majestic. jump right into it. Avengers, baby. Everyone's here. <laughs> Team up. Avengers. Happy. Do you remember, I think it was Feast for Crows, where Sam has a plot line where like the entire book, he's on a ship with Master Eamon. It's so boring. <laughs> it's so, so this boring. Isn't the show... Isn't the show that antithesis and antithesis 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 isn't the show the antithesis of <laughs> what the books did then that you're so calling boring? He's just going to edit that so he says it right the first yeah, time. Yeah, I know. Yep. He's waiting on yep. that. And then, <laughs> he's going to cut us out. I mean, and this part. But I'm not saying that the book's good either. I don't. I I think that George is a great world builder and like architect of a larger picture i don't think he knows how to finish the story and if he did like he would have finished the books already like <laughs> i think he's bad at this and this is showing and like i i think that the showrunners are doing as good as they can and like so so what do we get we get like a decent action scene that's not as well directed as something as like battle of the bastards or hard home but like not terrible and then we also get like an emotional moment with the dragon so like whatever they're doing a, they're doing a good enough job it's a b plus but it shows when they're writing it and not george all right guys edit, yes edit or no's <laughs> edit point <laughs> stevie why don't you go ahead and go first oh this is tough because this is the this is before the season finale right Yep, and usually their second to last episode is always the been, best. Yeah, they've been killing it. And this was probably the worst out of the whole series when it comes to like before the finale episode. This fell so short of what could have been great. And just poor writing of wanting to get all these storylines across. Everybody's time traveling. The editing was super choppy. Uh, dialogue wasn't great either. Man, oh man, this is going to be a no for me. Woo. Pappy, Pappy. When you compare it to like Battle of the Bastards, Hard Home, the Red Wedding, um, Battle of Blackwater, Battle of the Blackwater. I mean, you have so many great things where it's like, wow, the second ep- second last episode is always amazing, and this was just not there. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what the second to last episode of the first season was. Maybe someone can Google that. But Ned Stark got his head cut off. Damn. So yes, yeah, so this is definitely the worst penultimate episode of any season. Um, 
My my problems with the episode honestly aren't even with like the whole convoluted plot of getting dragons there and what is five days. It's it's really with the directing and the editing of the action sequences, like and I think there could have been more of a compelling like them getting hungry, them like starving it out on the island, like mm. them having like showing the course of five days passing more and then we would have earned the actual guy who we knew freezing to death they wouldn't have to kill off a bunch of like random people to get that emotional moment so like that's my biggest problem um, man i think you should write for the show <laughs> it's <sighs> that just seems like so much better of an episode and it's such low-hanging fruit well, well the epi- episode I, before is where they could have left off on the island well i think we can all agree too we can all say that we can cut back on the fucking aria sansa stuff like at least i don't know like, i don't know what the ratio was but like 10 minutes 15 minutes and then give us a couple like passing days on that island to build some tension to show something i don't know and <sighs> It's a soft. This episode's at like the 65 percentile of Thrones. <laughs> oh, god! I'll give it a soft yes. I'll give it a soft Stats. yes. <laughs> because I actually did like the dialogues between the super characters teaming up. I thought that was decent. We soft have something yes. in common. You are my friend. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I just love Game of Thrones so much that even despite this whole episode being set up by the worst plan of all time, that being going north of the wall to kidnap a zombie, it's just so... mm, It's hard to deal with. Um, It's hard to deal with when in the books you know this would be like a gritty survival tale of north of the wall. No, it would be an imagination land where this book gets written. Yeah, the show makes it like they're basically like Power Rangers killing off hundreds of putties each, and <laughs> I just, I still, I don't think they've completely dropped the ball because they still entertain me. I still felt a couple notes of emotion throughout the episode. I hope that the Arya Sansa stuff wraps up quick and i hope that they're read i hope that their writing is up to par with what stevie and i were able to come up with on the spoilers <laughs> podcast so it's a i've said yes as all season this is my first soft yes but only because oh I, my god it's only you because guys are of the such, worst it's only because of how <laughs> how high ac- my expectations. You guys are were. company men to thrones. Tell you what, and we don't say we don't say soft yes around here. We say flaccid yes. Vigo Mortensen just got out of the pool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. That's usually my portion to fill that in. But <laughs> thank you. Um, anybody got anything else to say? Any plugs before? Did Mikey go? <laughs> Mikey needs to go. Oh, I went. Yeah, before, I went before Mikey. This, yeah, this is a no. This is a no episode. <laughs> Sorry for not. Get, I thought. Yeah, my bad. I agree with uh with what Pap said about uh the scene on the rock needs to be extended. You need to show more of that. Um, Definitely. What uh 
Stevie said how it was just bad writing. And uh, what you said, Josh, uh, about the uh, – shit, what did you just say? Power Rangers? Yeah, Power Rangers, about the ridiculous fight scene, how they're fighting off 2,000 people. Uh, there's just like a lot of things that are like so inconsistent. And the writing is clearly so far off base at this point. You can tell that they're just winging it. They don't know what they're doing. And I think it's going to really suffer next year. Because I think I'm going to compare Game of Thrones to the Fast and Furious franchise. It's got great action, but the writing is just like it's fallen off so hard. It's like a totally different show compared to what it was like the first four seasons. I feel like on, on that note, like, if you remember the first season, they're able to make great, compelling television before there were any huge wars. They were just like doing jousting yeah, competitions was, and just like talking, and it was there was awesome. hardly any action in the first couple seasons. Well, every every well, there second was. of that first season too is like developing characters. Like a casual show watcher today could like describe, basically, you know, could describe Robert, could describe Ned, could describe all those people, like. And in this season, we're resorting to killing people we've literally never seen before, like for bloody effect, like yeah, people we've literally. Never I'll, seen I'll just literally. I'll say the writing has fallen off, and I give this episode a no. And I think the next episode, the season finale, is going to be a snoozer. It's going to be a what? A snoozer. <laughs> if we got Clue well, Game Bowl, would it be a yes then, Mikey? I mean, that's not even something that I've been trying, like, looking forward to. I just, my biggest thing, like, I want to see the mountain's face, and I want these dragons to kill every, everything. <laughs> Other than that, I don't care what happens <laughs> in the story. I'm just all about the action and seeing this zombie monster face, the mountain face. Pappy, what do you think needs to happen in this last episode for you to be satisfied? I want all the fan. I said I want all the fan service. I don't give a fuck. I want everyone. <laughs> no, you did it. Yes, I did. I want everyone to be in King's Landing. Every single fucking character. R two D two. R two D two. Fuck Gandalf. Fucking everyone from Star Trek. All the red shirts. All the big hitters. All the red coats. <laughs> In the red, Rick and Morty for the combine. Yeah. You got everybody. No, I don't give a fuck anymore. I mean, if on, on, okay, honest to God, honest to God, if I get Kit Harrington's <laughs> penis going into Daenerys's vagina, <laughs> <laughs> the series is a hard yes. Then after that, and you told me to not say busted nut earlier. Yeah, because that was that was in poor taste. I'm talking about an that artful really scene. Taste, this is gonna be How this is gonna you. be tactfully done, full penetration. Like nothing you've seen before. And then conversely, before we toss the spoiler, man, Mikey, since you, is there anything possible that could make you give this finale a yes? I don't know, really. Are you talking about the series or the season? This last season, the season finale that's coming up next week. Uh, I mean, I guess Clee Game Bowl would be cool to see. I, I mean, I've never really been pushing it, but if there's going to be any action, I would assume that's the action that's going to happen because you know John or Cersei is not going to die next week. 
Well, that's the only thing that could save it for me is if Cersei, Arya, or Sansa died. If either three of those characters died, I'd be happy. But they're main characters, so... Yeah, main characters won't. need to die, Josh. That's yeah, what this show probably. prided itself on, and it's just gotten worse. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw in, like, Tyrion and... even Maybe Jorah. a Jamie. Maybe Jorah a Jamie In that mix, too, yeah. Somebody who matters. Of just... Pe- just people that need to die, like two or three people that matter. Yeah, that's that's all I want. I just want important people to have a tragic death that sets up for a cool final season. I just all wish right, you heard Game it. of Thrones was more like the 100th episode of Spoilers, Blackout Passion of the Christ. <laughs> Where the main character Where doesn't make it to the end. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing DMX trying to wake up Abby. All right, well, this is spoilers, where the only thing that can make us happy is some tragic endings to some major characters. Take it away, spoiler man. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme. It's lit. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Please don't forget to leave us a review. That was spoilers. Ain't afraid of no polar bear, undead, flaming ghost. I ain't afraid of no paps.